Good morning, everybody. Today, Pesach Hashem will learn Daf Hay in Maseches Kiddushin, but we're going to start towards the top of the Dalad Amid Beis and then build up momentum. Andrew and Barry, thank you very much. We started at the obnoxious time of 5.20 a.m. It only gives us 15 minutes. It's Rosh Chodesh Elul. May everybody be zoiche to have a complete teshuva and um, teshuva and Torah and tefillah and tzedakah, Avir and Surah, Gezerah, all of that. Um, and, and a great year following up, a great, um, yunt, leading into a great yontif. Let's not waste any time. Five, I'm going to go back, though, a little bit to build momentum. That's how we're going to work. So we're going to do the two dots, five lines down in Daladam and Bays. And there was, a, you know, this is what Birnbaum was pointing out yesterday, that um, I had mentioned briefly in passing that Rav Shirigaon, and I was told that Ramban also says that these first, uh, maybe the first daf, I don't know exactly where it ends. What? It's only daf beis, yeah? Is written by the Savaraim. What what does that even mean? The point is that there's some editing that goes, and Birnbaum's theory is that we've seen this already since the beginning in a lot of different Gemaras, that the very first daf, somehow, they tried to give a little introduction. I, I do that myself, you noticed, Andrew. Sometimes I try to give a little bit of introduction, and it seems like there's some editing goes on, and then it levels off as you go into the Gemara. Why am I saying all this? Because Ki'ikach Ish Isha seems to be the source. This is where we're at. We're trying to find the source. The Mishnah had said that the Isha is nicknames Bekesef, Shtar, and Bia. And Kesef, we kicked around so many possibilities of the source, and it would seem most likely that the source is So that's where we pick up. And today, Barry, Bazat Hashem will be Zoha to learn the source for all three of those. Uh, so let's get started. Right? The Dero Rice's source, as we've said, it's not mentioned in the Torah explicitly itself. How are you, and Isha? So we have to learn it this way through Torah Shabal Peh. Drushes from Psukim as follows. Says the Gemara Vatana, five lines down. Vatana Maislam Halcha Detanya. The Brisa learned it from this Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kiikach Ish Isha Uvala, Bayam Lassim Sachain Bay Navki Matsava. There's a Pasuk that we had already learned, right? It's the central Pasuk of Gitten as well. Then if a, when a when a man takes a woman, Kiikach Ish Isha, says the Gemara, and Kicha Elabakesif. How is this man taking the woman? He's taking her. What does it mean taking her? Taking her means you take her with money. This is, right, as we, the classic source where Avram Avinu says to Ephron, I gave you the money, or, or I gave you, take the money from, for the field, and that is the source, as we said, it's a Gezer Shava. The word kikach is, is a reference to a financial transaction, and it is through this financial transaction the man gives the woman money, and, and that it creates a status change. It creates a Kenyan. The Kenyan, as we've said, Kenyan just means a status change, like it takes hold. And that status change can mean uh, any one of a number of things, depending on the context. In the context of Kiddushin, it means the woman goes from being a single woman to a betrothed, set aside for a specific man um, in that way. And that is central to Masechah's Kiddushin. So now we go, and the Gemara says, V'halo dinu. Shouldn't you learn a Kavachomer? Okay, so we're going to kick this around. What are the possibilities of the Kavachomers? And, and we'll see if the Kavachomers actually hold. Says the Gemara. After all, when you have a Jewish maidservant, how does she become uh, one? She does, you don't bring her in through Bia, right? A woman can do Kesef Shtar Bia. A Ama Ivriya, you just buy her, right? Or that transaction is financial. 
So if, and she, right, can only be done, right, nickness financially. So Zusha nickness Bavia, and yet a woman that can be through Kesef Shtar or Bia, so in other words, why do we need to learn Kesef? It, uh, that Kesef works if Bia works. Once Bia works, it works for a, right, for a regular single woman to bring her in and make her Mekudeshas. So therefore, maybe it should be axiomatic that Kesef should work, because after all, Kesef, it sounds like Bia is a more, uh, it sounds like, right, it's harder to do with Kesef. And therefore, if you could do it with Bia, you certainly could do it with Kesef. That's the supposed, to be, supposed to be the Kavachomer. I'm going to give it away, Barry, as I sometimes do. All of these cases are obviously different. <laughs> In other words, a Yavama, a Ama Ivria, and a single woman are fundamentally different. Lower Ezek or Ezek, right? Each one has different parameters, not because Bia, right? What's happening in the Gemara is Gemara is making these assumptions that Bia's in a vacuum, a stronger way of acquisition than Kesef, or Kesef is a stronger way of acquisition than Bia. But there's no such thing as these acquisitions in a vacuum. You can't say one is a stronger one, you know, just in general, because there are different kinds of acquisitions. If you're acquiring a slave, then Bia makes no sense. So of course you're going to acquire them with money. If you're acquiring a Yavama, so to speak, if you're making a status change for Yavama, which is to say you're taking her in Yibum, so then money makes no sense because the Torah says to do with Bia. So what we're going to end up saying is that those cases are unique and they don't actually illustrate that Bia or Kesef are a stronger form of acquisition than the other. They're just different. They're not higher or lower. So let's, so, so that leads us 11 lines down to say Yavama Tochiach. Maybe we can learn that, you know, uh, Kesef and Bia, one is stronger than the other because in a Yavama, Niknes with Bia, Vayin and Niknes with Kesef, right? You do Bia with Yavama, you can't do Kesef, so maybe that means that uh, Bia is a stronger form of acquisition. Says the Gemara, Mali Yavama Shekane, Niknes Bishtar. Well, maybe it's a singularly unique thing, Yavama. Why? Because we know that Yavama can't be Niknes Bishtar. So obviously, right, you're not going to give her a star and all of a sudden she's become your Yavama. So Tomer Bezush Niknes Bishtar. So how could you compare that to a regular single woman that is Niknes Bishtar? Because after all, we know she's Niknes because of Shtar Bia. Therefore, the Pasuk says, the Brisa concludes, Talmudomar Kikach Ishisha. So we have like a fixed point almost, right? Just like by Yavama, we know you do it with Bia. And just like by a uh, Gerishin, you know that it's accomplished with a star. Here, Talmudomar Kikach Ishisha. When you get married, kiddushin, you do so bekesef. But now the pas- the gemara still persists. Are you sure you need that pasuk? We already had a kavachomer. So once you have the kavachomer, why do you need to have the pasuk? So Amar, it's like okay, so you have the pasuk. So that's what Amar Ravashi. Maybe you could have said that the original logic of the kavachomer is flawed. Right, because you could turn the kavachomer on, on on its head. You could say, "Where did you learn that money should work for kedushin?" Me'ama ivria from ama ivria, and mal ama ivria shekain yotzav bekesef. Tomer bezusha ena yotzav bekesef. And again, so the gemara is doing a couple of spin cycles here, where it's saying, again, because we can, and this is how we got into trouble in the first place, right? The gemara on daf beis already said. Where do we learn that you can use Kesef for Kiddushin? And it says, Kikachishisha. Then, and Rashi there, as Berman points out, already said, Vizet Iker. He keeps saying the word Rashi, keeps saying on the Bez, and then on Gimel and Bez, Rashi keeps saying, This is the Iker Drasha. Don't, don't lose, don't keep, keep, take your eye off the ball. That's the Iker Drasha. 
And then we, we said, what about the father in the case of, of, an, of a Nara? And we got into trouble with the Ama Ivriya. We said, an Ama Ivriya is Yotza Bekesif, right? An Ama Ivriya, when you want to uh, right, sever that, she goes out through money. And yet, when you have a marriage, a Kiddushin, Right, she's not Yosef Kesef, right? Tomer Bezusha ain't a Yosef Kesef, says the Gemara. Right? Can you can really compare an Am Ivria to a woman? After all, you can't leave uh, that uh, union by just buying out. That's not a buyout. That requires a star. We know that that's a fixed point, and because of that, we know that Am Ivria and Kiddushin are two different things. So therefore, the Kalbachomer doesn't really work. Talmud Lomar Ki Kachish. So again. Another spin cycle, Barry, where we say, yes, maybe we could have said a Kalvachomer, but the Kalvachomer has holes in it, and that's why we like this Pasuk of Ki Kachish as a fixed point to teach you that a Kiddushan is effectuated by, um, by Kesef, right? So this isn't the strongest fixed point, right? Barry, we never had this problem with Yibum. We know that that's with Bia. We never had this problem with Gerishin. We know that that's with Shtar. Something about this Ki Kachish, as, as Toast was kicked around in Dav Beis, makes it not as strong of a fixed point. We're not so convinced that it really means... After all, Ki Kachish just means when a man gets married. Yes, you could use Xer Shava to say that, he, that maybe that he has to get married. Kicha sounds like it's financial, but I guess because we're not convinced, we're going to you know, keep analyzing it as such. But... It, Right, so Barry is asking what, we, what we've been trying to wrap our head around the whole time, which is we were happy on Dav Bezimad Aleph. We said Ki Kachish. We made Xer Shavat to stay Ephron. We do this all the time in the Gemara, and we don't complain. We, 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 we take it at face value. We say Yeshakach, Xer Shavah, this is probably the source. Why is this one getting attacked more than any other Xer Shavah? So that's a good question. I mean, you know, I can't pretend to know the exact answer, but I point you to the... Uh, Tosfos on the bottom of Beis Aleph asks that, uh, well, uh, uh, addresses that issue. It says, really, that's a sade of Stay Ephron. So could you say that that's exactly what it meant? But you're saying we're, we're borrowing the term of the sade to the woman. Can you be kone a woman with a sade? Who is the person, who is the transaction taking place between, in the case of Avram and Ephron? Is it the same as an Isha and an Isha? It, it, there's like Swiss cheese holes in the Xer Shava, I think, is the answer to your question, right? The Xer Shava is not so clean. Yes, on the surface, you could say the terminology of, of Kicha sounds like it means, uh, sounds like it means uh, transactional, but it doesn't always mean transactional, right? You can't say that certainly to every case, right? Kicha uh, sometimes just means bidvarim. Um, there are cases, and, and that's slipping my mind, but I think Rabari Leibowitz had pointed out other, other examples, even within Ishus, where Kicha doesn't, we know doesn't mean transactional, right? It means something else. So maybe these are, these and some other reasons, about three, four reasons uh, in the Tosfos and the Rishonim, why this Gezer Shav is under fire more so than others. Okay, now. So now we have, again, So again, we're reviewing that the central pasuk for a regular single adult woman was kikach ish, but you might have recalled that we had to teach you in a case where a father betrothes his, right, his nara, and there we compared it to Am Ivriya, uh, and we said that, that Am Ivriya goes out free, but the, right, the woman that, that is a nara, that is 
brought to Kiddushin for, with her father, by her father, does not go free. Meaning, uh, does not go free without uh, money, but actually her, right, in her situation, when the father is Mekadish, the father gets money. So why do you need both? So says the Gemara, if we only had the positive You might have thought that in the case of a Nara where the father sells her or, or gives her for Kiddushin, that she keeps the Kesef, right? Right, as we learned, Vyatsachinam in Kasef teaches you what? That the father is the one that gets the money in that transaction, as we described in Dav Gimel. So let's say you only had the Pasuk of Yatsachinam in Kasef, and then you would have learned that the father gets the Kasef, and you also would have learned that he betrothed his Nara daughter, and you would have also learned that that betrothal can be done with money, but still, right? You would have thought that when a woman gives money to a man, that that would work. Because again, Yatsachinam in Kasef means that Kiddushin is valid, but it doesn't actually teach you the format of that transaction, meaning it doesn't teach you that the man initi- has to initiate the transaction. All it says is who gets the money. Right? But, it, but the Pasuk of Ki Ish teaches you that what? That it's the man in this relationship that needs to uh, actually initiate the transaction. So that's what the Gemara says. Right? That's why. The Pasuk says, Ki yikach, in the format where the husband, the man, is the one that's initiating the transaction, as opposed to, below ki tikach, not that she is initiating, but he's initiating, and it's for that reason that we have both psukim. Ki yikach, yishisha, kasef. Now we know that kasef can be done with, with uh, that kiddush can be done with kasef, and that the man has to initiate, and there we go, Barry. And Andrew, now you know. Kiddush can be done with kasef. Good. You ready for, for Bia? For learning where we know that Kiddush can be done with Bia? It's ten lines up, two dots. Uva Allah. Okay. Well, we're quoting the rest of the Pasuk. Ki ikach ish isha uva Allah. Okay. So a man acquires a woman and they have Bia. Melamit shenikmas bevia. Says the Gemara. That's how you know that a woman can be nicknamed bevia. Says the Gemara. Valo dinu. Wait. Isn't it a kavachomer too? Here we go again, Barry. Uh, we have the Pasuk. Do we need the Pasuk? Can't we learn from a Kalachomer? After all, After all, we know that a Yavama that cannot be acquired with a financial transaction and yet can be acquired with Bia. And therefore, that seems to indicate that Bia is stronger. So therefore, in a case of a regular woman, that can be acquired through a financial transaction, wouldn't it stand to reason all the more so, isn't axiomatic? Ain't no din that she can be acquired by via, which is to say, via is like a stronger form of transaction. Look at the yivama; she can't be financially acquired, but she can be acquired with via. Says the Brayson, no. Right. So we have these like three examples: the ama ivria, the yivama, and the regular woman. We're trying to learn kavachomers, but they don't work, right? Because they're all different. The ama ivria, in contrast, is only. Nicknes Bekesef through financial transaction. And she is not Nicknes Bevia. So therefore we see, it's not that Bia is stronger than Kesef, or Kesef is stronger than Bia, it's just that they're different. And Amma Ivriya and Yavama are different. Right? As the Gemara continues, issues. The Gemara says, wait a minute, are you really going to compare it? And Amma Ivriya, that's not even issues. You're not marrying her. She's just your maidservant. That's a financial transaction because she's the cleaning lady. She's not the wife. And you're comparing that to Yavama? 
I mean, Yavama and Kiddushin have a parallel. Though both are going to be your wife now. But Amar Ivriya, where does that have to do? Of course, that's only Kenyan Kesef. Talmud Lomar Uvala. So we say, okay, so we don't have, and yet, the Brisa concludes, you need Uvala in order to have the Kiddushin because of the fact that, right, the Kavachome really still kind of stands, but still you have Uvala to teach you that you can have it with Bia. Wait a minute. So that's a problem, right? The Brysa said that we had a Kalvachomer, right? And then the Brysa from Yavama. Then the Brysa says that the Ama Ivriya undermines that Kalvachomer. And then the Brysa took out the undermining of the Kalvachomer of Ama Ivriya. So we're still left with the Kalvachomer of the Yavama. So that's what the Gemara continues to say. In other words, once you've took it, taken out that Kavachomer, once you've taken out the undermining of the Kavachomer, the Kavachomer of Yavama stands. So how did the Brysa conclude to say that you, that the Pasuk teaches you that? The, the, you don't need the Pasuk. We still have the Kavachomer. It says the Gemara. Right? So that's what it means. It says, Why do you need the Pasuk? We just mentioned the aforementioned, right? Kavachomer from Yavama. It says the Gemara. Because, yeah, you could still undermine the Kavachomer. Why? From where would you have learned that, Kidu, that, that Yibam can affect Kedushim? Yavama. From Yavama. Ma'al Yavama shekein tzkukav al-medes. Torah bezusha ain't tzkukav al-medes. That at the end of the day, even Yavama, that Kavachomer can be undermined as well. Because the Yavama is different. Why? Because she's already zekuka, as we've learned in Masechah's Yavama, so we know that before she married him, Right, she's a Yavama a zakuka liyibum. Right, before she, he just has to seal the deal, which is to say, like a Yavama has already essentially done kiddushin. Right, we know that there's two stages to marriage, uh, as it were. That there's kiddushin and then there's nisuin, where you live together. The Yavama already mishamayim, ever since the brother died childless, is already as if she had kiddushin. She's skuka liyibum. So of course, yibum is the next step for the Yavama. Right, it's not so for a regular single woman. Uh, Sprinter from the block, as it were, has no ski- zika to you at all. You have to first go out three times before you can uh, get engaged, right? So it says, Tom, so what are you going to say? Yavama already is essentially engaged, right? She's tied to you, Midor Raisa. Tom, so what are you going to say? That, that it's a Kalvachomer? That you could do, that you could just go and be Konebibia, anybody that you don't know? Of course not. So therefore, Talmud Loma Uvala. That's why we use the Pasuk of Uvala to teach you that what? That you can be kind of a woman not only with kasef, but also with bia uvala. And as we finally arrive at Hayward Aleph, at the still obnoxious time at 5.38 a.m., we, uh, we uh, get to shtar. Says the Gemara. How do we know that Kiddushan could also be done with a shtar? Well, all right, Barry, let's see if we can figure it out from Kavachomer. Bedinu. Kavachomer, perhaps. Makes of she'ein motzi machnis. Right? You can't divorce a woman with money, but you can be Makadashar, as we've illustrated. Shtar Shemotzi, Enodin Shemachnis. And yet, a shtar, we know, that's a fixed point. You are a Megarish woman with a shtar. So maybe that shows you that a shtar in a vacuum, right? All of these cases are trying to take it out of context. And then in the end, we say, let's put it back in context and it doesn't make any more sense. But let's take it out of context and say, a shtar that we know can affect a Gerishin. So therefore, that seems like in a vacuum it's stronger than Kesef, because Kesef cannot affect Gershon. So it must be Shtar stronger. So if Kesef can affect Kiddushin, certainly a Shtar can affect Kiddushin. Right? Ain't no din, Certainly you could use a Shtar to affect Kiddushin. Says the Bryce, I don't think so. 
So we'll use a totally irrelevant, far-off field case where money sounds like it's stronger than star in a vacuum. How so? Yeah, we know that when a person wants to bring hektish and maishasheni to the base of mikdash, may we be able to do so right? They, can't, they do what? They're not going to schlep all that stuff. There's just who has that kind of luggage? It's only even on United. It's three seventy-pound bags if you have status, but that's not enough to bring all your animals and be kurim. That's crazy. You have to be poda it outside of Yerushalayim, bring the money, and then buy it in Yerushalayim. Yeah, what do you need for that money? You can only do that with money. You can't do it with star. That seems to say in a vacuum that money is more powerful than star, right? So kesef shekain poda b'hektar shemaisasheni tomar star shein poda b'hektar shemaisasheni. Look how much more powerful money is than star. You can use money to be, to be poda, right? To redeem Hector Shemayi And you can't use star, right? Star ain't poda in Hector Shemayi Because after all, it says in the Pasuk that you could do it with money. That's how you do it. That's what that Pasuk is talking about, right? That, that's the Pasuk that describes the, the, right, redemption of the stuff for money. And Kamlo, you're going out over to Yerushalayim. Okay, so Kesef sounds like it's stronger. So in light of that, Gemara says, Amar Kravi Yatsavahaisa. All right, here we go. No more Kavachomer. Let's go to the classic, famous, right, reference here. Yatsavahaisa, the Hekesh. Okay, Hekesh, Xerashava, these are all different things. What's a Hekesh? Hekesh is comparison. We're creating an equivalency. As we've said many times, Vyatsavahaisa, and that is still the our general Pasuk, Vyatsami base of Ahalchavahaisa Lishacher, a central Pasuk in Gershon, that she, the woman goes out. From one after Gershon, and she goes and she marries the next guy. Equivalency. The same way you go out, that's the same way you come in. That's the equivalency we, we create. Pause, Andrew. This is of Haisa we've already mentioned in Gersh, in, in, in Gittin. It can't be for everything. It's clear that it can't be for everything because we know already that not everything that applies to Gershon applies to Kedushin. For example, and the Gemara is going to discuss this. We know that you can only use a star get. We learned getting already. You can only use a get for garrison. Uh, okay, that means you can't ha- have garrison with a financial transaction, right? I'm saying it outside first, right? You can't just give the woman money and have a buyout and affect garrison that way without a star, without a get. So that's already different than kiddushin, right? Because kiddushin you can do with kesef. We've established that ad nauseum, perhaps you could say. So. What are you talking about, Vyatsavahaisa? So clearly, Vyatsavahaisa doesn't mean that it is the same, that the Gersh and the condition is the same in every way. So it's just like the, it's just like Chazal have the authority to utilize Vyatsavahaisa judiciously, but we don't know where it starts and ends, right? We don't know how much uh, that similarity will work, but be that as it may, we're using it here. Vyatsavahaisa, Makish Havayi so that compares, okay, so we'll trust Chazal to say that we are comparing the Kiddushin to the Gerishin, just like Yitzia we know is Bishtar, because it says so in the Pasuk, so the Gerishin, so too the acquisition, the Kiddushin can be done with the Shtar. Okay, so says the Gemar, okay, but we're not going to let you go and, and not ask any questions. You know, once you have the Hekesh of Yatsav Haisa, maybe you could work it backwards and compare the Yitzia to the Havaya. Just like it, just like Havaya, right? It can be done as we've just established with Kesef Kiddushin, you can get married. So why can't you go out with, Yitz, with Kesef? Why can't you have a buyout? 
right? Once you have the hekesh, it should be a two-way street. It should go both ways. Amar Abaye, Abaye is going to say no. Yomu kesef, machnes kesef, motzi. Should we really uh, establish, are we going to say that you could use money to enter a marriage and money to, uh, and, and, uh, to leave a marriage and use the hekesh and compare hatsaya, hatsa to havaya that way? Sanegor yase kategor. This is a, as Rabbi Leibowitz, a great Dafyami master, points out, a sort of like a borrowed term, right? When we learned Rosh Hashanah, we said that you're not going to use a cow's horn for a shofar and you're not going to use gold-plated stuff in your clothes and all that because of the cheta egel, the golden calf. You're not going to use that. This is a Dafyomi coincidence, Barry, because it's Rosh Chodesh Elul, right? You're not going to start using gold and calf things to try to ask for ritui from a Kaddish Baruch to try to ask for forgiveness. That's not what this is. This just means... Uh, it's a borrowed term. It's a turn of phrase, which is to say, marriage is good. Garrison is a last resort. Nobody wants that, as we saw in the end of Masechus Gittin. And therefore, it shouldn't be that the same way that you go in should be the same way they go out. So I ask you, Andrew, what, what are you going to say about Hekesh Havayelitzia? Like, so it's just a borrowed term. It means you shouldn't be able to go out the same way you get you, you came in. There, even though there's some similarities, there have to be some differences. Says Abaya. Okay. Says so the Gemara. Yachishtarnami. Yeah, so then maybe you shouldn't be able to do condition with a star, right? Right, so okay, so you don't want to have an equivalence. So why don't you just do this? Say, Kiddushin should be done with Kesef, and Gershon should be done with star. Never the twain shall meet, right? And, 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 and it should be that way. So says the Gemara, You know, that the Kategor Sanegor thing, right, which, um, literally means that you have a defender and a prosecutor and that they shouldn't be the same, can apply to Kesef, because after all, Kesef is all the same. But Shtar is very different. You're not getting married to parchment, Andrew. It's not the piece of paper. Look at what the piece of paper says. You're getting married with the words. The contract matters, right? So you can't say that this is a, you're going out with a Shtar, you're coming in with a Shtar. Yeah, you're going in with a Shtar that says we're going in. And you're coming out with a star that says we're going out. That's not Kategor and Senegar. There's no equivalency. Every document, every contract is different, and therefore the distinction is created by that. Okay. That's Mili the star, hide the high star lechud, Mili the high star lechud. Says the Gemara, Achinami, high kaspel lechud, high kaspel lechud. Well, can't you say it's two different monies? Says the Gemara, no. Tiva mihachadu. The imprint of the coin is the same, right? It's the same Andrew Jackson or whoever it is. I don't know who's on the bills, Andrew. I haven't seen a bill in a long time. <laughs> I haven't seen cash in a long time. Right, it's all, oh, it's the Benjamin, the Benjamin Franklin. Andrew only pays attention to the Benjamins. Good, that's 100? Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, the, the Mishulachim come around here and you say, I'm sorry, I don't have cash, I haven't seen cash in a long time. They're like, no problem, they whip out their machine. <laughs> They're smarter than you, Andrew. 13 lines down. Rav Amar, Amar Krav, Echasav In Israel, they even have the machine. Yeah. Amar Krav, Echasav La, Bechsiva Miskareshes, Ve'ena Miskareshes Bekesef. Okay. So, another explanation, why what? That, that, that with regards to why you can't have Gerushin with money. Uh, Berman points out, finally, welcome, uh, stage left, Rava. Okay, Abaye said his thing, that you're not going to have that this Kategor Senegar thing. Rava has his own opinion about this. He says, Amar Krav, a cost of law. Yeah, it's because the Pasuk says, because of law. We read that Pasuk when we learned Gittin, right? Which is to say, we have a, so to speak, a Xeris 
teaching you that Gerishin only happens with a star, not with money. That's what I would have said. I told Birnbaum. Birnbaum said, you're biased. You love Rava. I said, okay, that could be true. So then we ask Rava, yeah, if, that, if what you're saying is true, Rava, that, that the, the Kasavla means that you can only do Gerishin with a star, and it is for that reason that Kesef is excluded, how do you know that that's what the Kasavla means? Right? That's what you're saying the Kasavla means, Rava, that it's excluding, right, a Kesef for Gerishin. But maybe what it's excluding is the Kasavla. That it's not excluding Kesef for Gerishin, but it's excluding Ksiva for Kedushin. See what happens? In other words, the law is in the context of Gerishin. So maybe what the Pasuk is trying to teach you, Rava, is that you can only, right, uh, be Makadish a woman with money, not with Shtar. Maybe that's what the law means, that the law is only exclusive to Gerishin. There we turn around, we say, Haksiva, Yatsav Haisa, Makashavayla well, no, that can't be what it means because we're going to take Vyatsa Vahaisa and we know there needs to be some equivalence. Maybe the equivalence is that both Kiddushin and Gerishin can be done with Ksiva, with a Shtar. Umara Isa. Yeah? So we ask him, what gave you the impression that it works one way or the other? In other words, it's always going to be this balance, right? Some things are unique to Gerishin and Kiddushin and some things are similar. So how do you decide one or the other? Like, you know, which one's going to trump in the case? So the Gemara actually gives an answer to that. The Gemara says, It makes more sense that the exclusion is going to be within the context of Gerishin. After all, the Chas of Law, right, was written in the context of Gerishin. So therefore, it makes more sense that it's going to exclude Kasef for Gerishin, to say that Gerishin can only be done with a get, right? Kai be Gerishin, might be Kedushin. Why would the Pasuk when it's in the context of Gerushin, be memayat something, exclude something that's in Kedushin. That makes less sense. It therefore makes more sense that the uh, exclusion is in the context of Gerushin. And therefore that exclusion in the context of Gerushin is as follows. That Gerushin is done with a star, but it is not done with money. And that is Rava's point. Rava's point is that it is true that Gerushin cannot be done with money, but we're not going to do any uh, there, because that is exclusive to Gerishin, and this is what we've been saying all along, that at the end of the day, Amevriya has its own dinim, because that's a cleaning lady, so to speak, right? Yavama has its own dinim, because that, you already are zokok to Yibum, and therefore, the only step to do, left to do is Bia, and uh, Gerishin has its own dinim, because there you have a Gerishin with a star because it says because of law and presumably that is unique to Gerishin because it's in the context of Gerishin and Kiddushin which is at the end of Seder Nashim is kind of like a potpourri of, of all of these uh, things and it is for that reason that our mission is going to say how do you enter it? You could do it with Kesef and you, because Viki Kachishisha, you could do it with Bia because it says Viavo Aleha and it's, and you could use, and you could do it with Shtar because it says, right, because we have Viyatsav Haisa, right, and we use the Hakesh and we're not worried about the fact that Vikatsav Law is unique to Gerishin. It doesn't exclude Kiddushin. It's just teaching you an exclusive detail within Gerishin itself. So now the Gemara asks, Wait a minute. What? We have in Gittendav Chafalif, Rabbi Yosei Glila learned Vikatsav Law to learn something else. So you can't write a get like on a, on a live animal. So where does he learn from the of law? How, how does he learn? How, how are you going to learn the Hekesh of Ayatza Vahaisa? 
right? How are you going to learn this idea? In other words, what we just said is that Rava learns from the Kasav Law that Gerushin can only be done with a star and not and cannot be done with Kasav. But Rabbi Yosef learned that because of Law for something else. So where is he learning that she can't be misgereshes with money? So I'm across Sefer Krisus. Okay, so the pasuk says, "But not on Sefer Krisus." We know this pasuk well. So what's a Sefer Krisus? Sefer Korsa Vein Korsa that you can only do the kare, the right the severance of the marriage with a Sefer with a star, not with anything else. So he didn't need the Kasav Law. He had safer creases, okay. Verabonon high creases my avdile, okay. So Verabonon don't need the safer creases. They learn safer creases from the cost of law. So what are they going to use this creases extra pasuk for? Says the Gemara, mi baila the davar kares be nola be na. We they learn it to 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 teach you that whenever you have a severance, the severance has to be complete. Because we have the following brisa, and we know this brisa from Gittin. Harei zagitecham natural tishti yain. Let's say a man gives a woman a get um, on the condition that she never drinks wine again. Or yeah, I'll marry you, but we're not, none of us are ever going back to your parents. It's a it's an interesting idea. Laola means increases, but it doesn't work. That garrison is, or or rather, in this case, I'm sorry, this is not a condition. It's a garrison. So he says, I'll divorce you, but you're never allowed to go back to your parents' house. It's mishugana. Of course, that's ridiculous. You can't put that stipulation forever. Laola means increases. That's the din, right? You can't. Uh, that's not considered a severance because after all, she has that stipulation on her for the rest of her life. She's supposed to be rid of you when she, right? She's supposed to be rid of this guy when she divorces him. So that's not Croesus. However, if he says, Kol Shloshim Yom, I raise a Croesus. If he says uh, a stipulation for 30 days, so that's just a time released get uh, of, of 30 days. It's like a Tanai, right? But once the 30 days are up, the crease is going to be complete because she's going to be clear and free of him forever. There's a question in some of the post game that we don't have time for about what if he puts on a time release of 50 years, like well past her expected life expectancy. That's okay. That's a detail. We don't need to. That's why we don't have to be shul rabbis. It's already or a post game. But that, but the point is if it's finite, then once that finite snai goes away, then, the, then, then she's free and clear. And that is a full creases. And that's what you learn creases for. Says the Gemara, okay, so what is Rav Yossi going to do with this? Croesus, right, right? So that is, uh, right, Hareza Croesus. So now the Gemara is going to say, Rav Yossi Aglili, Makaris Croesus Konafkala. Okay, Rav Yossi Aglili, right, derives the, so where does Rav Yossi Aglili learn this halacha, that it has to be a, a Croesus? So he has, he says that it, it could have said, that's what he, that's what this means. <coughs> And you would have learned that it has to be mamish krisis. Uh, and then the fact that it doesn't say karis, but it says krisis, I'm sorry. In other words, it could have said sefer karis, but the fact that it says krisis, there you go. The fact that it says krisis, that's where you learn that it has to be a davar karis by no ubeina. Uh, that's where Abiyosi learns this halacha. Okay, so the Rabbanon, what would they say? So Rabbanon, karis, krisis, lamash, melahu. Rabbanon would have said, if it had just said, menasana, uh, say for karis, you would not have learned that it's a davar karis by no ubeina. They don't learn that. Diuk that Rabbi Yosef Glili does, and now we've hit bedrock, right? We know now. In other words, both the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yosef Glili can justify their positions because that's the sort of like where the Nakudas Machlokas hits the the end of it, which is when it says Menas Al Sefer Kares. According to Rabbi Yosef Glili, because it's Sefer Krisis, you know there has to be Dever Kares Benovin La. As Kareesis goes to Kares, Rabbanon don't hold of that distinction, and therefore they need the whole pasuk of Kareesis to teach you that, and then you just that has the Right, cascade effect, uh, going back all the way to the Machlokas as to whether we need this drusha, 
of a of law. Okay, so Rabbi Yosef Aglili has it left over to learn something else from it. Chazal learn it from somewhere else. Very good. So now, five lines up from the wide. Okay. Ah, oh, beautiful. We have three psukim, three sources, kesef, shtar, bia, no kalvachomer, just straight up sources for how a woman can be mekudeshes in each of these three ways. Now the Gemara is going to persist, Andrew. Says the Gemara, Okay, I got you. If you're doing kesef and then you're doing bia and then you're doing shtar, I can understand. Each one on its own does not have a valid kalvachomer. However, <laughs> Maybe once you've learned two of these sources through a Pasuk, you could gang up and do a two for one, take two sources, and then the third one could be done by the Kalvachomer. You've seen this before. You know what I'm talking about, Andrew? Uh, Barry, right? In other words, sometimes once you've learned already Kesef and Shtar, maybe we could learn Bia from a Kalvachomer and we, know, we won't need the Pasuk. Says the Gemara, hey, Tacey, wait, wait, wait. Which, one, which one do you want to be the third one out that you're learning from a Kalvachomer? So let's try each of the three and see what goes on. Let's start with Shtar. Let's say the Pasuk, right? Let, let's say we never learned, right, the Yatsuva the, Haisa from Shtar. Okay? And we didn't have a Pasuk. Could we have learned it? Could we have learned from these other two, from Bia and Kesef? How so? Yeah, because Bia and Kesef work. So maybe Shtar, Kalvachomer should work. Says the Gemara, no. You can't do that because money and bia are hanasan meruba, which is uh, presumably what it means is the woman, right, gets hana from both of those, and therefore she would give herself over for those things. But for a star, she doesn't get anything, right? So maybe that's so maybe that's why. You know, so you'd never be able to make a kavachomer, right? That oh, if bia and kesef work, star should kavachomer work. No, bia and kesef she wants star. She has no need for. So maybe that Kavachomer gets knocked down, okay? So lo So maybe once you learn, right, Kesef and Shtar, you don't need to learn the Bia. Certainly Bia should work if Kesef and Shtar work. Vitesi Mahanach, right? Learn it from Kesef and Shtar. So the Gemara, Malanach, Shekin, Kinyan, Meruba. No, you can't do that Kavachomer either. Because how do you make transactions, Andrew? You usually with either money or documents, or money and documents. So this is a transactional thing, this Kinyan Kiddushin. So Bia is not a transactional thing. You don't make transaction with that. So therefore, you would not be able to deduce that you could do Kiddushin with Bia just because you could do it with Kesef and Shtar, and therefore, that's not a possibility. Okay, so a little Nichtov Achon Bekesef. How about once you have Bia and Shtar, you should, then you should know that you should be able to do the Kiddushin with Kesef, the Tesi Mehanach, so learn... Right, let the let the Gemara. This is literally what it means. Lo nichtar v'chamana b'kesef. Let the Torah not write the right the the v'hikach ish isha. But we would still know that you can be a kasher woman for for with kesef because v'seisik b'harach. Because we know that we can kasher with bia and with a star. Says the Gemara, no, bia and star also have uh, its own unique thing. Why? Because bia and star could be done against her will. What's that? Uh, well, in the Bia is in the case of an Ama Ivriya. Uh, this is the Rishon. I'm going to have a party over here, Barry, because what, what's going on? Nobody could be forced to do Bia. Of course not. But the father can, in a case of a child, can give his daughter over to a husband. And in that context, right, she doesn't really have the right of refusal at that age, okay? And therefore, right, the bia itself, of course, is not against her will. The relationship is, 
uh, not with her consent. I'll put it that way. And therefore, uh, that is certainly a stronger uh, Kenyan in that way. The case of the get is the document, right? The star get, as we've said, can be given balkorcha, and therefore those are balkorcha. But kesef, in order to have a financial transaction, there has to be agreement on both sides. So the Gemara, are you sure? Yeah, but by the Amma Ivria, that financial transaction of a maidservant can also be done against her will. Says the Gemara, not really. Right? Because the, yes, it's true that you can give over the woman uh, as an Amma Ivria, the girl, as an Amma Ivria, right, against her will. And there's the financial transactional aspect to it, but it's not really an Ishus. That Ishus at least we don't, in Ishus, we don't find. Amaivria is not an Ishus thing. Amaivria is more of like a, uh, a financial transaction thing. That's, again, this, this little paragraph could take three months in Yeshiva. I'll just say, how, what do you mean, Ishus Tosfos has trouble with this, okay? And so I'll just read one line from the bottom of Tosfos and Hamad Alf. It says, What he's saying is that since the Av, is actually acting on behalf of his daughter. So you assume that he has his daughter's best interest, and therefore that is not really a balkorcha. That with regards to this Ama Ivria, the Ishus component of the Ama Ivria, you assume that when a father right, gives over his wife, his wife, gives over his daughter for Kiddushin, that he has her best interest in heart, and therefore it's, it's kind of balkorcha, but he's not forcing her into it, right? This is a child that has no chance or whatever, there's some sort of reason why this has to happen, and therefore you're doing it in her best interest. It's like sending them to boarding school, so to speak, Lahabdil, right? You're saying like, you know, you may not want to do this, but this is for your own good, right? This is for your future. And so even though like it's a child and she may not be down, you know, she may not be into it, but it's not considered a real balkarcha, right? This is considered more like for her own good. Okay, fine. So now, uh, second wide line, two dots. Okay, so now we said Kesef Shtarabia, the ways that you can affect Kiddushin. Ravuna now has the fourth sheet that the Mishnah is excluding, right? Remember we said Bishal Shrachim? So this is the fourth one that we excluded. Amar Ravuna, Chupa Koine Mekalvachomer. says, if Kesef Shtarabia could be Koine, Chupa should be Koine. Why? Kalvachomer. Ma Kesef Shaina Machel Betruma, right? If you give money for Kiddushin, right, we know that that works. Meaning, you can be Mekadosh a woman with Kesef, but at that stage of Kiddushin, a Bas Yisrael is still not going to be eating, right, Truma if her husband, if her chasson is a Kohen. She's not eating Truma at the stage of Kiddushin yet. She only starts eating Truma when she starts to live with him at the stage of Nisuin. Ah! Oh. So there, therein lies the Kalvachomer, right? The Kiddushin Kesef only affects Kiddushin and you don't eat Truma yet. Chopa Shemacheles with Truma. But once you have the Chopa, this Bas Yisrael can in fact eat Truma with her Kohen chasson. Eno did Shetikna? Shouldn't it be, therefore, axiomatic that a chuppah itself should be able to be kind of the woman for Kiddushin? Uh, Birnbaum wanted to know, what does that mean? You do two chuppahs, one for Kiddushin, one for Nisuin? I don't know. It's probably bevasachas, simultaneous, right? You go into the chuppah, therein lies the Kiddushin, therein lies the Nisuin. First, the Gemara asks, are you sure that you can't, that there's no scenario of a financial transaction where you don't need Kiddushin? After all, not everybody agrees. Ula holds that an Arusa can, in fact, the Bas Yisrael start eating Truma, Shanamar, and he learns it from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kohen, kikna nefesh kinyan kaspo. Kohen, once, once he acquires a person, uh, typically that is a slave, right? The kinyan kaspo is the acquisition of his money, 
Okay, and therefore slaves, and we know that that right the that Evid Kanani of a Kohen does eat truma. The high Kenyan Kaspahu. And here we just describe the Kenyan of a woman as a money acquisition. And therefore, shouldn't the Pasuk also indicate, according to Ula, that a Mekudeshes should be able to eat Truma when she's in the state of Erison? And says, uh, says Ula that technically, fundamentally, she should be. Why do we say that she doesn't eat Truma until Nisun? The only reason we say that is because at the state of Erison, she's still in her. Yisrael house. She's still living at the, right, uh, at, at the singers. No, no disrespect, Andrew, but you're Yisrael. So what, what's going to happen? She's going to be eating truma sandwiches in your house and you're going to want to bite? That's not good. We, we're gonna, you're not allowed to eat truma, Andrew. Right? She's going to start feeding all her friends and her family. So that's not good. And it's for that reason. But fundamentally, that Kesef did, in fact, affect truma. So you can't make a kavachomer from Kesef to Chuppah. The Gemara says, okay, that Kavachomer goes out the window. Let's try a new one. Elaparachachi. Uma Kesef she'ena gomer kone. Kesef affects Kiddushin, but it does not affect Nisuin. Oh. And so, here we go. Kesef cannot be gomer. It doesn't affect Nisuin. Chuppah, as we turn to Heva Beis, should gomeres. Eno din shetikna. Wouldn't you say that Chuppah, that actually... Right, finishes the job and, and affects Nisuin. Shouldn't it also be able to use as, a, as the initial Kenyan? So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Now we're going back into the, right, into the abstract that Kesef is the strongest thing. I don't know what you're talking about. You could be Poda Hector Shemaisasheni. You're not going to be Poda Hector Shemaisasheni with Chupa Barry. That's a nonsensical thing, right? So, Bia Tochiach. So now maybe you can learn a Kavachon from Bia. Mala Bia Shekane Kone Biavama. Right? We said, no, Bia can't, uh, can't uh, teach you anything either. Right? In other words, can't we learn a chuppah from Kavachomer? Bia affects Kiddushin. Right? And therefore, uh, and, and it cannot be Kone Meister Shani. So now if you're going to do Kesef and Bia together, maybe you can learn chuppah. <laughs> right? Uh, the, maybe the fact that chuppah cannot be Poda Meister Shani should not uh, take away the fact that it can, they can affect Kiddushin. So the Gemara says, no, Bia is totally a different thing. It's very strong because Malabiyashik and Konavi Yavama. So we're doing a little bit of a spin cycle here. Bia can be Konavi Yavama, therefore it's stronger than Chopa. Or so maybe Kesef Yochiach, right? Maybe money will then demonstrate, going back, that it affects Kedushin. Vechazar Hadin. We're going back. Chazar Hadin is the Gemara conceding that we're going out around in a circular endless argument over at this point. Vechazar Hadin, right? Uh, the, we just can keep our, doing this argument over and over again. Since Kesef, Bia, Chuppah, they all have their own unique aspects, right? So, money is not representative, right, because of the condition of Maishasheni. So finally, the Gemara concedes. The nature of all these things is different from each other, right? Kesef, of course, is different. Uh, yes, it has the power to be Poda, but that's a different context. Bia is different. Yes, it has the power to be Kona Yavama, but that's a different context. Here's the Tzadah Shavah. Here's what the common characteristics is. That they can actually uh, affect other things, a Kenyan, the Koinin Khan, and each one in the case of Kiddushin can in fact work, meaning both Kesef and Bia. So maybe by means of an analogy, I could say that the Chupa too is Kona generally elsewhere, which is to say in the Suin. The Kona Khan, and therefore it too maybe should acquire here in the case of Kiddushin. However, 
says the Gemara. We said that there's a Hanasa Meruba in the case of Bia and Kesef, right? We said that the woman gets benefit. So, so again, Kesef and, and Bia, even though they have a commonality, they have something that's exclusive to just both of them, which is the Hanasa Meruba, and therefore maybe Chupa can't be included in that club. Although I would have said, maybe there's Hanasa and Chupa too. Sounds like not. So, but Shtar has no Ana. So once we already know that we have Kesef, Shtar, Bia, maybe it should be axiomatic that you could be the Kaddish of the Chopa, right? So the Gemara, no. Right? So we know already what we're going to say. We're going to say that Shtar is unique because it can actually be used as a Gerishin. Okay, so Kesef will be a Yechilas. So now let's take Kesef and Bia together, Vechazar Hadin. And again, Right, we're going back and forth into this uh, spin cycle. Says the Gemara. Finally, Lori Zekari Zev, Lori Zekazir Zeh. Right, that all of these have a unique context. And that which is common to all three is that they acquire in other contexts and also acquire here. Maybe that should be true too of Chupa that is generally acquired by Nisuin and should be used as a kinyan here. The Gemara wants to refute it again. What about the Bal Karcha? The chuppah can't be done by karcha, but we said that money and the document and be a, in certain contexts can be. So Ravuna would say that no, the kesef can't be done by karcha, and therefore still we know that can be mikadish be kesef, and that is Ravuna's justification for saying that you could be konei kedushin with chuppah. Because after all, you can be you can be a woman with kasef, and that can can be done bal karcha. So maybe it should work for that reason. So now, fifteen lines down, I'm a rabba shtei chuvas bedavar. Rabba's going to bring it home, Barry, as he does. I'm going to give you two rebuttals here about Ravuna's idea that you could be kone kiddushin with chupa, as follows. Number one, chada deshalosh tenan vedad lo tenan. Look at the Mishnah. Aisha nicknames b'shalosh drachim. It says three, not four. So go away, Ravuna. The ode. Right? That a chupa only works good in kiddushin. It's the next step. What are you saying? The whole point of chupa is first you do kiddushin and then you do nisun with chupa. That's the point of chupa, says Rava. I agree with Rava. What can I do? Right? So chupa is a nisun instrument. It's not a kiddushin instrument, Ravuna. Fine. So that is Amalai Abai, Hadda Kaman Gimel Tanan Vidal, Lotanan, Tani Milsa Dakhsiv Behedjakhtani. Milsa Dakhsiv Behedjakhtani. Uh, so we have to stop here, but Abaye tried to kind of explain, uh, the, to, to answer Rava's two very uh, good fundamental points. It takes us uh, pretty far down on Hayom and Bayes to the do dots in the middle of the page. There, I'll just give you the, uh, the rundown. It starts with the li- little languages of how you say Kiddushan. And I'll give it away. I'll just say the bottom line is the man can use different languages, but it has to be clear that he's doing Kiddushan. We say uh, because we use the Lushan of Kiddushan. Um, and the Kutzka says because to show that there's Kedusha in this relationship and the point of the rest of the daf is that it has to be the man saying it to the woman and the man initiating it not the woman initiating it everybody have a good Shabbos